<laughs> What's up? It's Ramley Viking Podcast special episode. The recent but frequent emailer, Connor, is in the house as co-host. And uh, currently at recording, it's Sunday afternoon and we're watching games. We're kind of specifically recording this for Game of the Week. Um, but we're coming in coming in hot right at the end of, oh my gosh, of the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. For a little bit of context, too, we do have four dogs that will frequent frequently come in the room. So uh, this episode is included with the challenge of dealing with quad dog, as we like to say. Yes. But anyways, we're just going to kind of record our in-the-moment general commentary on the NFL, see how this goes. Yeah, kind of as it happens and... Uh We'll see. We'll see uh, what comes of it. Really, mm-hmm. nothing good may come of this, and maybe total garbage. But it's a lesson you got to learn. Yeah. Oh, here goes Baltimore. Baltimore kicking to trying to game tie the game winner, or game tire. Game tire, and they nailed it. Okay, overtime. Yep. Looks like Pittsburgh Baltimore going to overtime. Did you see or hear about the triple overtime comeback that SMU made? No, so, I did not. <laughs> SMU, who for the first time since 1986 is ranked the okay number 24. Yeah, this is talking a little college football here. Yeah, they were playing Tulsa. Oh yes, the Golden Cyclones. Yes, uh huh. Tulsa was spanking them. Yeah, they were up by like 21 points, 22 points. It was okay. like 29 to seven. Okay, and SMU makes a comeback, ties it. And then ends up going into triple overtime, only to win on a ridiculous catch. Really? A fade in the end zone, dude all over him, and he hangs on, gets one foot inbounds. It is wild. Wow. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Let me see. It was, because I was, like, yesterday I was perusing the games. Yeah. And some of them were good, and they were kind of okay, and I was kind of getting over them. I was like, I'm just going to watch some random TV show now. Sure. And then... Today, I get up to check my fantasy, and first article is SMU, wild comeback. <laughs> Last I saw, it was 29-7. I was like, oh, Tulsa's killing them. Yeah. No chance. And they won. Where is that highlight at? So they've been ra- they were ra- they are now ranked for the first time since 86. Mm-hmm. And I, that was, was that pre-death penalty? I, I don't know. It feels like it's definitely right. Yeah, I think it was it's definitely right, right around that the area, time. yeah. Um, right around Desson's time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very similar time frame. So, but okay. So what are we? Okay, we're Steelers taking a knee. They're going to overtime. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to say I picked the Steelers initially to win this game. Yeah. Why is it just taking me to this? If I remember right, you did, but. All right, let me see if I can find this. They release the AP poll. No one cares. SMU, there we go. Speaking of college football, did you see the clip of the OU fan during the weather delay knitting in the Knitting, no. Yeah. I did not. They had a weather delay. This is up in Lawrence. Yeah. And... There's a clip, and it starts zoomed in and slowly pans out, and she is the lone person <laughs> sitting in the bleachers, straight up knitting, crocheting, one of the ones with the big needles, and you have some yeah, going, and you're going. Naturally. So whichever one it was, she was doing it, though. It was well, incredible. Some people are champions, and mm-hmm. they uh, they show it in different ways. 
Okay. I love it. In this article, <laughs> they, they use the word flubbing. We had SMU flubbing its way to a 21-point deficit, <laughs> then partying like it's the mid-'80s again, uh-huh. showing Pitt and Miami how to properly finish off a ridiculous second-half comeback. Oh. Um, so let's see. Ooh. Are the Raiders about to beat the Bears? Okay, this is crazy. I looked earlier. I I thought this was a pretty clear cut with the Bears with their gnarly defense. Khalil yeah. Mack wanting a revenge game, right. and it was fourteen zero when I checked. Yeah, and I was I was like, that is shocking. So they're down three right now. Bears are on their own like thirty maybe. Yeah, and they have to with eight seconds left. And you gotta get in the field they goal don't range. Have timeout, so no, they you just gotta score. They can't do it to the middle of the field. Uh-huh. Right. Just have to score. I think they're about to have to start doing the the old pitch game. Uh huh. A little hook and ladder nonsense. They could try for one more quick out just to get a little closer, but really, it's about hook and ladder time. Yeah, it's definitely. Oh yeah. Nice, Chase Daniel for the shot to nobody. Yeah. Wow. This is two weeks in a row the Raiders have shocked me. Yeah. I picked against them last week. Well, you you Uh, don't. See, against what, the Colts. Yeah. See, the thing that you're forgetting is that their coach is a grinder. He's a Gruden grinder. Uh, I just, I don't really have that much faith in that man, but I'm, I clearly, I clearly am constantly being proven wrong here. Well, that's life. It's just one continuous string of being proven wrong over mm-hmm. and over. And it's over. Wow. Now, and why? The Bears are... Oh man, what are they doing with the lights? That's wild. They're trying to induce seizures because no one believes it's the this Raiders. is real life. Yeah, man. See, has any like legitimate NFL franchise been as plagued with quarterbacks than the Bears? I don't really include the Browns because they haven't ever you know, done anything. They don't count. Not since like Jim Brown. So yeah, and so the Bears like have been to a Super Bowl in the two thousands. <laughs> And they even then didn't have a quarterback. Oh, like, man, that's true. Seriously, name the best Browns quarter or next, excuse best me, Bears. Next best Bears quarterback ever. Because I don't know who it is. Because with the uh, what was it, the '85 Bears, even then, uh, McMahon I think is was was it's all about the, the defense. Yeah, he wasn't great. I mean, he was fine, but he wasn't great. <laughs> it's just it's weird. I think I think they're one of those franchises that. They look the '85 set the precedent, and they're yeah. like quarterback. We just gotta get somebody who can do enough. We just want to play defense and run the ball. Yeah. I don't know, because I mean, if you playing that playing that sort of setup, I'd look at the uh, the Ravens. Their yeah. Super Bowl right before old uh, murderous um, alleged <laughs> alleged uh, murders. I just forgot his name. You mean the Ray Lewis? Thank you. Defendant number one? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they won with Joe Fluco, who I still think is very mid-level, mid-level guy with a cannon. He's mid-level at best. Yeah. Has always been mid-level at best, except that one playoff run. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, by all statistical uh, qualifiers, incredible. Oh, here we go. And quad dog. Quad dog. Oh my gosh. Quad dog about murdered our whole setup. 
Thank you, Quad Dog. Thank you. Been incredible. Oh, wow, Kirk Cousins. You did yeah. good against a trash team. I'm so proud of you. Well, yeah. Come on now. I, the Giants are trying. They're trying. On, in all reality, they've won two more games than I anticipated. That's real life. Yeah, because they are now two and three. <laughs> and still... Whenever Saquon has been hurt. That's the real kicker. Saquon, yeah. I was pretty sure, was going to sneak a game. Mm-hmm. Just oh, yeah. one game that you were like, how did this happen? Oh, Saquon had 500 yards... Receiving 400 yards rushing and seven touchdowns, and they won by three. Got it. Mm-hmm. But when he went down, I, I assumed there was going to be no no, no wins. But I guess Dan, Danny Dimes did something. Or they just played the Redskins, and that's that, that makes every team feel better. The Redskins, I think, is threw, what it really is. Who was like, Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins, Go! And he was like, what? And three interceptions later, everyone's laughing at him. I thought we were talking next week for me to... Nope, right now. Uh, Right now, bench Adrian Guys, here's the thing. I didn't bring my helmet. Uh, (laughs) I have one shoulder pad. And uh, who cares? Get out there. Okay. And then you throw three interceptions. You know. Poor guy. Oh, Ravens did nothing on that first possession. Yep, now field goal wins it. Oh. You know what I learned? Yeah. You probably knew this because you're kind of like a... we. You're kind of like a Steelers fan yeah. a little bit. like Adjacent. Yeah, because your dad... Yeah. Your dad's all about it. All right. The, the renegade effect. Yeah. I just learned about that yesterday. Dang, I'm an Eli. <laughs> the re- <laughs> Sorry. Um... Where they played the song Renegade by Styx. Do you know about this? I guess really not. So apparently in like 2002, because uh-huh. I had to find the article. Bless you, dog. Um, they were playing the Browns and they were down like, they got down like by like 21. Uh-huh. And then it was, it was apparently like super somber, like everyone had lost hope. And one of the music controllers plays the song Renegade by Styx (laughs) with that real soft lead-in, but then it hits hard, and it ignited the crowd a little bit, (laughs) and then the defense got like a, the defense got a stop, and the offense went down and scored, and they ended up coming back and winning the game, I think in overtime. And then after that, their third quarter hype, between third and fourth quarter, they do like a hype video where they play the song Renegade. Renegade. (laughs) <laughs> and people lose their minds. And you know what's crazy? The stats, um, they, I don't know, like, almost nobody scores on the drive after right winning after the game. <laughs> Their defense just gets jacked up and the crowd gets into it and they go off. I would just like to really mention that how great is it that this kind of thing would happen against the Browns? <laughs> Like when else? If they did that against anyone else, the comeback probably wouldn't have worked, and then they wouldn't play it again. Right. But thanks to the Browns, we get this wonderful tradition. So really, thank you, Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. For really many things, but mainly enjoyment from everyone else. So Chris McCaffrey had an 84-yarder. He he has had almost 50 fantasy points today. 
That is incredible. It is only and they still 3 o'clock only... Central Time, and Christian McCaffrey has 50 fantasy points. And they still only beat Minshew Mania by 7. Yeah. I, I picked the underdog. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's what they called the fumble. Okay, that's good to know. If you didn't catch the Eagles-Jets game, which I wouldn't blame you. Um, no one did. There's a, The Eagles defense had a fumble recovery, and it was... Uh, ouch. And it wasn't necessarily like a drop the ball on the ground. He ran into the quarterback while he was scrambling in the backfield and just grabbed the ball and stole it from him. Oh. Like he just went in and just kind of grabbed it and ran away. Scored a touchdown. Oh, my gosh. Quad dog. Hey, back up. Back up. Back up. This is wild. Yeah. Didn't realize the, uh, what's his name, Steelers quarterback, Rudolph. Yeah, Mason Rudolph. He got hurt. He got a concussion. Just now? Uh, I think a little while ago. Oh, my gosh. So who? So Hodges. Don't know his first name. (laughs) He's a rookie. His name is Hodges. We got young Hodges in here. Oh, man. Is that a fumble? Oh, that's a fumble. Oh. Hey, see, there he is. Putting effort out. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. I'm super confused well, what I'm, happened. I looked away. I think they're seeing if he touched the ball while he was out of bounds. Oh, oh he didn't touch it. No, he missed it. Yep, Okay. Yes. Looking back on this, I'm sure we'll know what this play is. But right now, I have no idea what's going on. It looks like a fumble, and then one of the Ravens guys tried to touch it, went out of bounds. He didn't touch it, and the QB, instead of going for the ball, tried Hodges. To bo- Hodges, instead of going for the ball, which he, was, he clearly could have gotten to. He was trying to lay some wood, I think is what. Yeah, he was. You know quarterbacks, especially third stringers. They just, they just want to hit somebody. Gosh, they just need to get out there. Oh, not Juju. Oh. It was Juju. One, two. Yeah, he had it. Oh, man. What a punch. Probably. Hey, these defenders. Defenders. Yes. Defenders, as we all say. A lot of defensive players um, this year have gotten really good at the punch, the ball. Yeah. I've seen a lot of good, like... They, they're as they're coming into the tackle simultaneously. They're just. It looks like they're just aimlessly swinging. Yeah. And they hit the ball right it. on the money. Yeah. Just in the right way. That's just happened. That's crazy. Sure, right. coaches have really put an emphasis on ball uh, smacking this off season. Yeah, I guess. Can, I mean, I can it, picture the drills it, right now. Line them up, ball smackers. Here we go. I mean, because no one, still, no one really wraps up so much. Mm-hmm. Rarely, anyway. So you might as well be trying to do something if you're not going to go for a fundamental tackle. Yeah. Might as well get the turnover. Yeah. You just see, um, so it looks like current update is. It was a fumble. The, yep. Turnover. Ravens oh. have the ball again. See, the Bills won against my better judgment. Yeah. Matt the Barkley, 14-7. This is why I hate the Titans this season. Yes. They're up and down, up oh. and down, totally week to week. My gut told me they had a good week last week. Yep. They're going to be crap this week. But then I started second and quadruple guessing myself. Yep. And this morning I had to switch my pick from Tennessee, 
went from Buffalo to Tennessee, and now I'm, I'm eating the cost of that one. That's the issue. You're not realizing that Tennessee is just taking on the persona of its quarterback, which we know he's from Hawaii, and they just ride waves. So they're you. So now Tennessee is up and down, just like the quarterback would like to be. I mean, that's what it is. That and our, oh. the Bills' defense is actually legit, and they they're, can just win real. some games even without a great quarterback performance. See how Frank Gore did. Had him in fantasy on the bench. The, so the forty-year-old. Yes, the thirty-six-year-old Frank Gore. Yeah. Father, the grandfather of three. Yeah. Oh. The grandfather of three. <laughs> Not even father, but oh. you just went all the way. It's this controller one of those, turned off. Do I need to? It's one of the controllers over there. Mm-hmm. So what's coming next? Okay. Yeah, it should be that. Cool. Watch live, please. Duh. Do I need to turn this one back on? Um. Yeah, turn it on and just... Uh, Wiggle the... Yep. So, for those of you wondering, we got a, we got a nice... We got several TVs here. Triple um, TV. Triple to be triple exact. Triple TV. Two guys, three TVs, quad dog. One podcast. One podcast. The classic one through four lineup. Yeah. Well, two TVs. We got games going. Dude, don't get slobber on my computer. And basically, if if this certain Xbox that is connected to the left TV shuts down due to inactivity... All the TVs turn off. Yep. All the TVs turn off. All four dogs would go crazy. The pot, the one podcast would be ruined, and the two guys would be pissed. Yep. I'd go home. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I might kick you out. <laughs> well, get, that's my cue. Just get right to that. And, oh, did the Ravens just win? Uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> they shanked the field goal. Oh, no, he didn't. What? Hold on. Do they call that good? I don't... Yeah. Oh, oh, he's taking off off the clear con. He must have made it. Doing this without volume is tough. Okay. This is incredible. Yeah, it's a win. Dang it. Well, got that pick wrong, I think, too. I knew it was going to be a close game, at least. Yeah. Overtime by a field goal. Oh, yeah. Justin Tucker. You know, it's any rivalry game, really. Yeah. Oh, snap. (laughs) The and game that we really game did this podcast for. The game of the week. One that we can both agree on as fans of rival teams in the NFC East. We can still get behind that we hate the Cowboys. Those little cowgirls need to lose to... Man, look at that mustache on him, Rodgers. That looks like a creepy caterpillar. I just wish it wasn't him. <laughs> I know, right? It's like he's trying to be like Gardner Minshew. Like, dude. Yeah, I know. Take a hint. There can be only one. Seriously. Gardner Minshew, the icon. Oh, this game is not over. Oh! So you're saying Minshew Mania still has a shot. Yes! I didn't realize that. Oh, yes! Just like last week! Please, two weeks in a row. If he... They have no timeouts. They're on the 40 going in. 25 seconds left on the clock. Please, let me see this. Minshew. Oh, get out oh, of God. bounds! Oh, it's third and four. Eh, still, you have fourth down. You have to go for fourth down oh, yeah. either way, so who cares if it's third down? So, are you enjoying Minshew mag- magic as much as me? Oh, I am thoroughly enjoying it. As much as the rest of the country? 
Now, I would say more than most of the country, because it just doesn't seem he's getting enough burn. I don't think he is. That's the real, the real uh, crime of this year, mm-hmm. is that people are not talking enough about Gardner Flint Minshew II. The walking meme. Yes. Oh, man. And... No. He was out of bounds anyways, but... The fact that he about caught it... (laughs) There it is! Second. See, I'm not sure why they went full Hail Mary right Right, then. Yeah. They had... I mean, they still have ten seconds. More than enough. You could have got much closer, and to make it to where it's not just straight... Hail, like hate straight go mm-hmm. routes, mm-hmm. you know something over the middle to where they actually have a chance of get it still getting into the end zone. Like that's what makes it, you know, changes it from a one out of every eight thousand go work and to you know one out of every hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree. All right, and we got a timeout. Oh man, this is dramatic. They're really building this up right yep. now. And then oh. over there we have some serious hands to face. Gosh. And Quad Dog <laughs> continues. Yep. Legend of Quad Dog. So what, my favorite thing after this past week, when people... I had I heard some people talking like, Oh man, Dak, where was Dak? He underperformed. And I was like, what are you talking about? He performed exactly like Dak... Against a good team, and they they lost by it was like twelve to ten. Yeah, it was it was it was a close game, but ultimately they lost. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, Dak is I would say above average, but yes. below elite. Oh, absolutely. Like he is a good quarterback in this league. As much as it pains me, it's just you know he's not that guy that's gonna that's gonna. He's, he's no Gardner Minshew. No. We'll say that. No. He's no Magic Minshew who's going to orchestrate some nonsense to win a game. Yes. He, he very much needs assistance and a system. Yeah, he... Um, Dak is the guy that you have to build your team around. Not like... Uh, oh, like the Packers always used to do with Aaron Rodgers where they would give him <laughs> nothing and say, Okay, Aaron, figure it out. Playoffs, please. Like, you, you can't do that with Dak. No. He can make a team with good players around him better, but mm-hmm. he can't make people that are bad suddenly good. No, he's not. He's not that type. No, he's not that guy. Which that's going to ultimately keep the Cowboys from doing really anything. My prediction for this year is uh, total garbage. Total garbage. Total right. garbage. Sure. Sure. Um, it's going to be like a lot of other years, but this so. This year, even more so. Just give them just enough hope. Yes. Yeah. Just enough hope and excitement. Mm-hmm. People think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. They're having flashbacks to when they were in the 90s. Yeah. Their heyday. Yeah. What they always don't shut up about. Oh. And then it's going to be nice disappointment. Either if they do make the playoffs. Oh, that's a that's free a play. play. No way. Be. Oh, there, yeah, there it is. Yeah. So Unless that free was one. holding. Hold on. How was the last play not an interception? I... We looked away. <laughs> That's the issue with quad dog uh, two games. This is a but. This is what makes it moral of the story: offsides, and you have one more down. Untimed. Oh, oh come on! I need this. 
I don't know why people don't try and do hard counts more often on these. Uh, on Hail Mary. Everything would be, oh, there you go, just barely yep, skipping over. Oh. Mince, you saw it. He mm-hmm. knew. All right. Doesn't matter how long I take. Mm-hmm. And really, these have been some, not full catchable balls, but at least opportunity possible balls. No, there have been some serious chances. Yeah. What a... <laughs> And they're not that, that far one. out now. No. They can do something over the middle 24. at this point. Thank you. All right. Dog. The, the quad dog's chiming in on the debate. Ha! Ouch. Okay. Well, that was just yeah. stupid. They couldn't hold off a three-man rush, so that made it anticlimactic. you got to give him time for the play to develop and not run for his life. Mm-hmm. Or you could be the Jaguars. Or the Jags. Jags are one of those teams that are just like, what are they? Aren't they the ones that they that have considered being moved to London? I believe so. At least they were before they got better. I wouldn't say they're great, but I mean, you know, they had a shot to where they were, what, a play or two away from at least the AFC Championship game or maybe even the Super Bowl. I can't remember. A couple years back. Yeah. They had a really, really good They season. ran into the Patriots, so. Surprise there. Yeah, and they didn't have Nick Foles yet, which is why I think they signed him, really. Oh, yeah. As, as we both know, only Nick Foles and Eli Manning can defeat Tom Brady in the playoffs. They have the magic it to just, get it done. Yeah. If you look like you don't care about anything ever, you got a shot. You look like you might pick your nose when nobody's looking. Yeah. Or even when some people are looking. Yeah. At that point. That you're okay with picking your nose in public, and you can halfway play quarterback sometimes. Then uh, you might just have the secret sauce to beat Tom Brady. need just the right amount of derp. You really do. The right amount of derp throws Tom off his game. Because they might not even real. They probably don't even halfway know that they're playing Tom Brady. Like they know... But they don't, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't affect them. Right. It's just kind of that ignorance is bliss. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So we got, let's see, Cowboys with the ball. Just, I, I can say this because I can. Hey. Quad dog. Dogs. Oh. Oh. That warrants a pause. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Hey, good job, fellas. We're running the 1 3 right now. We're going one dog over here. Yep. yep. Oh, with the rover. Nope. Well, you have to realize with him, it's pretty much always a mm-hmm. kind of a box in one situation, <laughs> if you will. Oh, yeah. Oh, how about that pass? Mmm. That was nice. Nice little interception for you. (laughs) With some snorting. Alright, everybody's chiming in, huh? Yep. You guys want to get closer to the mic? Maybe blow out the speakers? Yeah. Look at me like you're trying to listen. Oh, no. No, no, he just wants love. (laughs) He says that's code for love. No, it's not. You, you, You found his... Itch spot for like a half a second. <laughs> His leg went up. Like he's gonna go. 
Yeah, he's one of those dogs, though. He has, like, it's like every other spot you just, you pet him on. Yeah. It's going to be that good itch. <laughs> that that yeah. leg kicker. So, it's, you really can do no wrong in that instance. Yeah, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. See, now that only one game is on, it kind of makes it a little odd to be doing live commentary of the commercials. A little bit. But at the same time, there's blind spot monitoring on this. I believe it's a Dodge Ram. Is it? Well, so far it just looks like a boat. Mm, Oh, maybe it's not. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. Yep, yep, there it was. Right there. They got you. Going over seen, the Florida Keys. Have you seen that new feature? Um, is it Ford or Chevy? They have the... It, like, projects. It, like, sees through the trailer. No. Your backup camera. I don't... I don't. I still don't believe it's real. I can't. No, that sounds but super fake. basically, if you have a trailer and you have a backup camera, normally it's like you can't see Can through you? the trailer. But the, it somehow... I don't know if it utilizes... I don't know. I don't know. Can you imagine trying to get that to stick if you back into something and your insurance company is like, hey, what happened? Well, my uh, see-through camera (laughs) didn't, I guess, uh, pick up that car that I ran into. Well, you had a trailer in the way. Yeah, but listen up. (laughs) (laughs) This camera is actually an x-ray camera. It can see through that trailer. So it was your fault. Okay. That's about all I can see going. Or trying to explain that to a cop. Oh, man. Any of it. i just leave it out at that point. Just be like, hey, I have a trailer I couldn't see. <laughs> just give up. Mm-hmm. That's my no, bad. Whatever. Yeah. Because, you know, insurance companies will get you on every little thing. Yeah. And I'm thinking x-ray rear view camera would be one of those things. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's uh, outside the coverage. That's not covered. What? Well, it's not 2150. So, you know. Mm -hmm. In 150 years, we might cover that. For now. Oh, shoot. I think you got it. What is that noise? Okay. Okay. Quad dog, you are... Doing what you can. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Cowboys fans have seen that a time or two. <laughs> Probably that exact same play. They'd probably call it the Cowboys special. Yeah. I would. Oh, oh he gets you running idiot. before he caught it. Hey, quad dog. Take it outside. Yeah, go outside. That away. Way to throw your butt into it. There's one thing those two dogs can do is throw their butt into it. Yeah. 200 plus pound dogs. Yeah. You know there's an anime that's about fighting with your butt? No! No, I did not. So imagine people smashing their butts 
and that's a fight. That, uh... And it's... Yeah, on top of that, it is about girls using their butts to fight. Well, that's the least surprising part of what you just told me. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Did I say surprising? I meant... What's the word? Obvious. Yes, yes. There it is. <laughs> the natural... Because... Selection in, in, in a Japanese anime. Yeah, because not even Japan would make an anime about two guys smash butt fighting. Mm. Not yet. What do we got? The Packers on in the red zone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're in the red zone right now doing their thing. The Cowboys do have pretty good defense. They really do. As they suck and I hate them, but... Yeah, as frustrating and sad as it is, they their defense really has been solid for the last couple years, really, but especially this year, it seems. Well... I say that. Yeah. And then... That's our fault. We shouldn't have... You're welcome. Why did we try and <laughs> say something? This is the real thing. What do you mean? That's what I wanted. Well... Cowboys have a good defense. Gives up 20-yard run ah, for a touchdown. So it's one of the classic Borat jokes. Mm. The Cowboys have a good defense knot. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm there now. I oh, mean, obviously that. we want the pack to win, but it's oh. also the pack. That was they a good were comeback. stunting, too. Yeah, they were. Yeah, cheese whiz heads. You know what I saw? There's some Philly fans at the Thursday night football game uh-huh. uh, against Green Bay, yeah. and they made cream cheese hats. Because <laughs> Philadelphia cream cheese. Yeah. It was oh, incredible. Wow. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> One month a year, T-Mobile commercials are on brand in two ways. It's not only their colors, yeah, but it's also supporting research for breast cancer. Yeah. Getting to October, their colors are pink. That's a good point. And they have these commercials where everything's turning pink. It's like, hey, they support... They, <laughs> I always say this. They support breast they cancer. They support breast no. cancer. No. <laughs> that's, uh, that's something... Yeah, I hear that said a lot, and every time all I can do is think, Really? Dude. Are you sure you support cancer? Did you see? Did that come out right? Do you need it's, to rethink that I one? I don't think you said what you thought you said. <laughs> oh, it's like, uh, oh, have you listened? Yeah, um, it's like the defiantly movement, like three years oh. ago. Yeah, when everyone's autocorrect was yes, defiantly instead of uh, definitely. definitely, and I was like, that's definitely. That is, for sure, a different word with a different meaning. Very different. It's not like especially and especially. No. We're just, you're just throwing in extra letters. No. You know, that that really got me, because I did not know how to spell definitely. And it would autocorrect, but I would always catch it because I knew I didn't know how to spell it, so I would just sit there for... 10 minutes trying to figure out how to get this word out and then give up and say, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. That's for a good, th- a good th- thesaurus. I know. I don't need this word at that point. 
And this Are the Bills over 500 now? As far as I know, yeah. This has been an interesting NFL year because it seems to me that there's very few decent teams. It, at least it seemed like that going in. Because it all seemed like they were either really good teams or really bad teams. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of evening out to where there's it's a bunch more of... There's more... There's there's It's panning yeah. out to be so much more parody than I, yeah. I would have anticipated. And really the first three weeks, three, four weeks even showed us. Because it seemed like the haves and the have-nots for a while. Mm, yeah, it was very clear-cut. Now it's a lot more parody. And yeah. So I think it's, it's making for one of the most exciting... NFL seasons in recent years because where it's hard to make your predictions. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And where you could have several different predictions as far as what may or may not happen. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. The Texans scored 53? Wow. Deshaun Watson is, in fact, that dude. Yeah, he just needs to get some protection. He looks like he got that. No kidding. Oh, yeah, the Saints, too. I forgot they were playing. The Bucks. The Bucks are... I don't really understand them. <laughs> it's the real thing. That's. The, I'm not sure they understand them. One of the dogs had slobbered on the top of my phone. Oh! And I flipped it up, so it touched my great. top lip. Great, great, great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was so then I got slobber. Yeah, you um, you got some debris. My top lip. Great. Yeah, it doesn't get better than that, really. Uh, that's horrible. That's perhaps the worst I had something to say too that was relevant to the topic at hand no you didn't but this yeah obviously oh oh my gosh you went full superman hello Prescott <laughs> wow look at his shoulder oh my McCaffrey front flipped there's been some acrobats check it oh no they're showing oh, all of the touchdowns <laughs> that wasn't one that was if he front flipped there that would be pretty good look at him go he is just surprisingly fast. Definitely. A.K.A. white and fast. Yes. Um, you understand what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Well, that's every guy. Yeah. You shouldn't be that white and that fast. Mm-hmm. Remember Kevin Curtis or White Lightning? <laughs> yes. The Eagles, he had a good, like, season and a half. Yeah. See, and that's the trajectory for most white skill position players you get like a year and a half and then everyone's like oh never mind uh-huh. you're, you're not actually that good that fast that elusive no you don't you got one really good quality like he was just really fast yeah not a great route runner not great hands yeah. not great size how do you feel about Jason Witten's return well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Uh, no, I'm not either. I was surprised that he retired in the first place, and then he was not great on Monday Night Football. So it all just kind of added up. Do you think he saw Tony killing the game yes, I think and was so. like, I, like, "I can do that"? Yeah. And then he realized, but, "Oh wait, I'm a tight end." But at the same time, he got the job. 
So, yeah. I mean, he must have had something. He's got or enough. he was just a famous Cowboys player. That He's probably was the ultimate enough. safety net. And yes, that we have. I have to at least somewhat respect Jason Lynn. I've always liked him okay. Yeah. As far as, especially as far as Cowboys players go. Just because he's just the most boring and consistent player perhaps ever. He is vanilla ice cream. Yes. Embodied. He, he is, you walk into somewhere like uh, Marble Slab or Cold uh-huh. Stone, and you're like, I would like vanilla ice cream, please. No toppings. And they say, okay, what toppings would you like? And you say, I would like vanilla ice cream, please. <laughs> and then you leave. And you just spent three and a half dollars for Tons. a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Yes. But it's always there, and it's always good. Mm-hmm. So, Jason Witt. That's probably the most apt analogy, comparison, whatever, description yeah. of, of that man yeah. that I've heard. Because outside of football and Monday Night Football, how often have you ever actually heard him talk? Oh, man. He was on one commercial once, I think. Maybe. But other than that, he didn't give, you know, great lines and press conferences. and He had press conferences? Well. I don't even know. I don't even know if he got that far. Yeah, he might not have. But that's the moral of the story. We're not sure yeah. what he sounds like. No. Now we got Booger McFarlane on Monday nights, though. Which has not been bad. No, I like him. I, th- I like Booger. My wife, we were watching, I think we were, I don't know which week, but she goes, his name's Booger? Is that his name? I was like, yep. Basically. Yeah, that's what they call him. Oh. I think his name is actually, like, Darren or something like that. Yeah, it's unimportant. But, yeah, Booger. no, it really is. Because I'm pretty sure if you walked up to him and didn't call him Booger, he would be like, okay, Ooh. you are either an assassin or the tax man mm-hmm. trying to get me, and I will not be got. Not a friendly. Yes, you're an op, <laughs> as they say. That's a bogey. Ooh. This Packers defense has been... The best Packers defense that I have seen in a... ever. Yeah? As far as the pack goes. They're just, I don't know when the they last still, time they They still done. can give up points. I mean, they oh, gave yeah. up 34 to the Eagles, but as far as, I mean, they're aggressive and they, they do make moves. Yes. So. And I really can't tell, get a real beat on the Eagles. Like, I think uh, they're sadly really good, but I'm not 100% sold yet. You shouldn't be. Okay. You're, you're okay. right where you should be. Anytime there's a game and... Your top three receivers get injured in the first quarter. Yeah, that, yeah. Which was a real-life thing that happened. I just don't even know. I'm right there with you. As we get, as they win, and people don't constantly get hurt, and we work towards having everyone healthy, I'm feeling better and better. Because as unfortunate as it is for me, I think you have a very good coach, very good coach, and maybe a real good quarterback. I'm not 100% sold on yeah. him yet either. But at the same time, he can do some things that you're just like, wow, okay. <laughs> but the coach, uh, Peterson, is... Doug Peterson is the man, and I love him. Because he coaches exactly how I would coach. Goes for it on fourth down, and he's one of, he does it 
maybe the most in the league, but Mike Tomlin might have a I was going to say, Tomlin might have catch him. But he but definitely still. has set a new precedent for going for two-point conversions. Yeah. That, that they've done so much more. And it works a lot more, and I love it. See, what's crazy is uh, whenever they move the field goal or the uh, mm-hmm. extra point back, I think Tomlin that next year, the Steelers went for went for two, something like fifteen times. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was like, "Okay, you're gonna move it back. I'll just go for two. And uh, I don't think they've done it quite as much in recent seasons. But there for a little while, he was about it. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's good to see that the two-point conversion still has place in the NFL. Thank you, Doug Peterson. I'm so glad it's relevant because, I mean, if you go back, go back like six years and then and then you look at six years back and then a decade, like, like 2004, 2014, mm-hmm. you could probably count on like two hands, two-point conversions. Oh, yeah, and they were all because the score just happened to work out that way and you have to do it or you're going to lose. Yeah. To not, tie it up. Not even not even to like, we're down by one, we want to win. Yeah, no, no, no. But just to tie it up yeah. to go into overtime. And now... Now you're doing in the first first quarter, mm-hmm. you're up three to six, and you're like, let's go for two. Why? Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, you just kind of see what happens. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Because I... Going for two, you're down by one, mm-hmm. into the fourth... You just scored mm-hmm. to get down by one. And you you go for two for the win. Okay. Or you kick field goal, then go on to um, go into overtime. Yeah. Because it's like three seconds uh-huh. left or whatever. Yeah. I'm obviously of the camp of you go for two, go for the win because you want to go for it all. And that's like a sign of confidence in your team. Well, I had oh. somebody pose the argument that – yeah, I, I'm the opposite side. It's, it's you only it, go for two. I, in my mind, you only go for two if you're the worst team. Uh huh. Okay. Because you know, the longer this game goes on, the better team's probably gonna win. Yeah. You got a shot. You take it right there. <laughs> this isn't gonna go well. We got a shot here. Let's just do it. And you know, if we don't get it, then well, we were probably gonna lose in overtime anyway because we're the worst team. <laughs> If we get it, then we snuck out a victory against this better team. Mm-hmm. That's how it is to me. Find the better I, I think team. A lot I'm of times, it. that that is how it goes. Yeah. For me, though, and I think for somebody like Doug Peterson, when you when you regularly go for two, regularly go for yeah. two, and you're in that moment and you go for two, it's not necessarily conceding that. Yeah. No. If you regularly do it, it's different. Mm-hmm. That's that is that's fair. For I'm me, with you there. for me, I'm all about it. I'm like, let's go for the win right now. Really, you? Yes. Surprise! You don't tell me that you're all in. All in, all about it. Like I don't know many things. I can probably count on my hand if I sat down and thought about it a while. Mm-hmm. The things that you were not just all in on <laughs> that you do in life. Yeah, that's just kind of me. Yeah. So, of course, you're all in on going for the two and getting the dub or the loss right here, right now. I'm all in. I'd uh, I'd be that coach. I'd be like that high school coach who never punted. Yeah. I See, here's the thing. I would still probably occasionally punt. but I would hope so. Especially in high school, though. I'm like, yeah, we just got to go for it. Why not? Well, there are probably some decent reasons to not, but yeah, sure. I mean, in high school, obviously, you're going to punt less, but mm-hmm. still, 
you're on your own ten yard line and it's oh that's a punt fourth and thirty you're like that's oh, a okay punt. we'll punt it <laughs> this time fourth <laughs> and twenty eight though and I'm seriously thinking about like, going for it. My coach in high school always used to say, I don't have many plays for third and 30. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Typically, of course, you know, we're in that position because, you know, a couple holding penalties or something. So now it's third down and 30 instead of third and 10 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so he's fired up because, well, he's on the football field, so he's always fired up. But, you know. But it really sometimes felt like if it's third and 15, he might actually have, like, four plays, and I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> yeah, how do you have four? I would... You know... Thank you, Quad Dog. Always a pleasure, Quad Dog. See, his catch is passing. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, well. Is there a rule about if your foot touches, but then you come back off the ground and that same foot touches and drags? Say that again. Oh, I don't think they gave it to him. Maybe they did. Aaron Aaron Rodgers had this wild pass and catch just a second ago. I don't think they're going to review it. But to me, that's the difference in this game. Teams are... Oh, man. Which guy is that? Is that the one I have on fantasy? Jones? Mm-hmm. No, I don't know his first name. Because I know very little about the Packers. Aaron Jones? I, I, I know almost nothing. Yeah, 33. Jones, running back. Jones, yep. You know. Wow. They're getting blown off the line of scrimmage. The Packers offensive line... Is looking, dare I say, dominant today? But, but, but the Cowboys lot, but, (laughs) but they're so good. Look, 63 is on the goal line. They were, that play started on the nine. That is crazy. He's on the goal line blocking the safeties. This is wild. Oh, it's not going to load. Thanks, ESPN. For all your terrible, terrible, terrible apps. Yeah. Gosh, how are how are you how are you so good at like you become the thing when it comes to covering sports, the place, but you can't design a decent app streaming service. Well, here's the thing. In a lot of ways, it was because they were first to go all in on mm-hmm. covering sports. And so that's how they ended up, originally anyway. I mean, obviously they've made good TV-wise moves since then. But, no, they've never been great at technology in pretty much any aspect. Like, their website has always been kind of a pain to me. They just were first. That That's very true. I also think it has to do with something, where else are you going to go? Yeah. They were first, and then they kind of, you don't want to say monopolized the market, but, you know, they were the big ones. They they were first, and they mm-hmm. had everything for a while. And to be fair, they did have, like, a few select people that were just incredible. You know, Boomer. Oh, man, I love Stuart him. Stuart Scott. 
Even, uh, what's his name? He just retired not too long ago. Bob Levy. Mm. The outside the lines guy. He retired? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Earlier this year, I think. Good for him. Oh, yeah. He's been doing it probably since it started, almost. Yeah. Some of those guys been around a minute. Yeah. All right, fantasy. See if you load. Mm-hmm. 14-0. My wife, for no legitimate reason, really like, kind of likes the Packers. That's see, that's how I, every Her Packers grandpa fan okay. is is for whatever reason. I think I think it's probably because he came up in the golden era of the Packers. You know. Oh yeah. And so he's a Packers guy, and so she then, is by the transit of property, yes, kind of well, likes the Packers. Yeah, that happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes team, favorite teams do get passed down and are somewhat generational. Yep, I do have him on my fantasy. Hey, is 37 he yards, two touchdowns. He has 20.2 points. And you have him in the game? Yes. Okay, he's not on your bench? Yes. <laughs> Two weeks ago or last week, I had 32 points sitting on my bench. From, oh, good. But it was Jordan Howard. It was the Eagles running back who is nothing special, but yeah. he's been, he performed big, had a giant week. Oh, my gosh. Bull riding. Oh, good. Some, I could definitely be a rodeo clown. Yeah, I can see you doing that. I really can't. If I couldn't make it as a bull rider. Oh, no. Quad dog. Quad dog needs love, apparently. Quad dog's feeling cuddly. Mm. What do you make of the San Francisco 49ers? Have they played today? Oh, no. Monday. They play tomorrow, yeah. Um... So far, I would say very inconclusive. Maybe aggressively inconclusive. <laughs> Just because I don't know. Because I don't think they've played hardly anyone that's any good, as far as I can remember. So I, right now, I, I just have to leave it at jury still out on them. From what I've seen, I haven't been crazy impressed. But you also, you know, you got to play and beat whoever's in front of you. And they've done that. So I don't know. kind of in the same boat yeah it's just so far been a whole lot of I'm not sure yet I mean we're only we're only on week was this five five yeah week five only on week five it's such a long season that oh yeah there's not I mean you can't you can't make a lot of calls this early on no um you can only make a few stuff like the dolphins are bad oh the Patriots are good. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are good. The Chiefs are good, and Patrick Mahomes is one of the best. Uh huh. And then everybody else then is just everything kinda, else whatever. is like we'll see how this all kind of shakes out. We kind of have some ideas or some theories, mm-hmm. perhaps. But right now, I mean, none of those are laws. Nothing is set in stone at all. Here we go. The Niners beat the... Oh, that's preseason. <laughs> Excuse me. Calm it down. Uh, the Bucks, big whoop. The Bengals, big whoop. The Steelers, by four. 
last week. Yeah. That was our last one. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. I mean, I I would count the Steelers as a legitimate win. Well, Ish. I would, but at the same time, the Steelers have won, what, two games? They're one real game? bad, yeah. I mean, and they're now they're on their third-string quarterback. At this point, it's at this point. It's just an odd season for the Steelers. That's what it would seem so far, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just kind of... On the other side of the ball, you have Cleveland, who is still Cleveland. See, I think they're going to be good. Not, I mean, obviously not Super Bowl good, and obviously they're not going to be the worst team in the league either. Right. They'll be in the hunt, I think, for a playoff spot. Whether they get there or not, that just will be some breaks in how people are playing by the end of the season. But I think they're going to be good. That's where I put him. I put yeah. him. I, I don't... People got so high and mighty on him. Way them. too high and mighty. And so, then got way too low on him after the first two weeks. Yeah. Oh, they're not the greatest ever? No, it's still they're, the Browns. Yeah. It takes a little bit of time. Yeah, and they're... Uh, what's his name? Kitchens. Their head mm-hmm. coach. I, <laughs> I don't know about him. He's a fine coordinator, but... Being the big man, the CEO, I'm not so sure. It's a totally different ballgame. Yeah. You can be the best coordinator in the world. Yeah. And never meant to be a head coach. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We're looking at both of the uh, Ryans. Yeah. Actually, all three of them. They're dead, too. Really? Like, he, he was a head coach after the Bears. You know, he was the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. for the vaunted 85 Bears. Oh, I did not but know that. But then he went and got the head gig, maybe in Philly, actually. You might be able to tell me if I'm wrong, but and it didn't go well because he's a coordinator. Well, it could be like the Nick Saban trying to coach in the NFL and Chip Kelly trying to coach in the NFL. Yeah. Just not... You know, it's kind of in line with, look, you're not meant to be... Just because you're good friends doesn't mean you'll be good roommates, you know? <laughs> it's that same kind of thing. And it's, I don't know. And college is just such a different game. You have new people every year. Yeah, getting from really uh, the difference between bad teams and good teams is pretty much all recruiting. Gosh. If your head coach is a good recruiter, you're going to be a solid team. Mm -hmm. Then the difference there between the good and the upper echelon is coaching. I agree with that. But, I mean, so much of it is recruiting. Who's a great recruiter and – Who's ha- who has the publicity and brand that people would want to play? Kids want to play for them. Yeah, as weird as it sounds, but I mean, it's what it is. I'm so curious to see how this pans out with California passing that. Yeah, how do you feel? I was going to ask you about law. The, I don't know. It's not even really pay to play. Is the weird? Th- I don't know why or, they branded it like that. But yeah, it's literally kids can just. They you know, they can get paid from outside sources, like yeah. from public visits, appearances, and signing autographs and stuff like that. The universities still don't have to, and the NCAA still don't have to pay anybody. No. So, it, just, mean, it just says you can make money yeah. off your namesake. Because Which is what every non-athlete can do right. in college. I, I don't really have an issue with no. it, I suppose, as it, as it, as I understand it. I should say. Mm-hmm. 
I think where my where my concern lies, and initially this is always initial concern, but then I realize it's already kind of like that, so it doesn't matter. Um, I, I think about you know it's going to be that much harder for those for those smaller to a school to become like kind of maybe come out of the dumpster a little bit. Yeah, but how build. often has that happened already in the exactly, last exactly ever? Like I was saying, yeah. it's not. You kind of have your powerhouses, and they kind of stay the powerhouses. The only, the the one thing that I can think of, kind of, is Oregon coming almost from nowhere. Mm-hmm. But even that was because of Nike's influence, and because USC was down. Yep. At the same time frame, like because even now USC isn't all the way back by any means, but. Oregon is USC is the oh my gosh a uh, cool quad dog quad dog with fumes um oh, holy okay quad dog oh quad dog just let out all the gas every last bit um USC is the Dallas Cowboys of college football USC or Notre Dame, always very much. All they always have a lot of coverage yeah. coming into the season. They always get a pretty good preseason ranking. They maybe do decent in their first game or two, and then they play some real teams and they lose, or they get upset by an underdog. And it's like, yeah. are they really that good? And then they pan out to be really mediocre. Yeah, aggressively mediocre. Yeah, pretty much since. Well, I guess since Pete Carroll decided to bounce. <laughs> And Jet Before. walked right outside the uh, investigations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He was like, ah, I feel like something might come. Just in case. I'm going to go to the NFL, see what shakes out. <laughs> and then just so happened. sitting happy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Sorry if we blew your eardrums there. Quad dog just threw gas on a fire, basically. Stop it. And is trying to destroy the setup. Why? Okay. Mm-hmm. Getting some ASMR sniffing. <laughs> dog sniffs. Quad dog is great at ASMR. Why is there bull riding? <laughs> well, it's CBS, and so the game of the week is on Fox this week and they're like no you can't watch we can't have any other NFL games on we need maximum eyes on this one we gotta try and break some records you're right Buddy Ryan head coach of the Eagles and the Cardinals yeah and the D coordinator of the Bears and the Oilers ah the Oilers so Buffalo started in Buffalo then he went to Pacific college oh it must be a college Vanderbilt, and then jump to the Jets. Wow, no way. And the Vikings, then the Bears, ending his tenure in 85 after that gnarly season to go to the Eagles. And then back to a coordinator in 90 for one year. How long did the Eagles head coaching job last? Five years. Five years. They're a little longer than I thought. And the Oilers for one as a coordinator. And then the Cardinals were like, you know what, we need a head coach. Um, and so he was there for two seasons, yep. or a season, and that's where he's been. 
and then his sons have kind of done something similar. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, I don't think... Uh, Rob, though, is he's down in New Orleans, right? Yeah. I don't think he... Has he ever been a head coach? I don't think so. Uh, I think just Rex was... I don't know. Let's Jets delve into that rabbit hole a little bit. Rob Ryan... As far as I coach. know, he's only been defensive coordinator. He he found his place, and he's, he's riding it. Yeah. Well, and I think people also saw him or were like, yeah, you're not a head coach. We mm. can tell. Yeah, quad dog, right? Quad dog for the win. I'd say I think we're at a pretty good stopping point for this episode. Hour is probably what I would say is a healthy first really rough run at this sort of episode. Yeah, it's kind of a healthy um, podcast length of time anyway. At least so, it's traditional anyway. Yeah, because I don't think it's as well put together to warrant like an hour and a half, two hours. You don't think so? Well, okay. Not, not at this time. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely a work in progress. Definitely totally an idea. This episode, for all I know, might be total garbage. But yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll just learn and move on, and it'll get better. Yeah. Um, so anyways, let's finish off some closing remarks. Anything, literally anything, about anything we talked about, or I think football theme would be appropriate, but well, I'll leave it up to you. As it stands, the NFC East is looking rougher and rougher as we go. Um, the Eagles might be turning it around, but I can't say that out loud without uh, – almost caught fire – without catching fire. So um, <laughs> I won't say it, just that the NFC East has some holes. We'll leave it there. That's my closing <laughs> remarks. I think that's pretty pretty on par. <laughs> I don't know if I – I'm really just kind of – I would be in total agreement. It's like – there's, there's two forms that the NFC East takes. It's either a ship that keeps having, having, have, keeps having new holes show up, mm-hmm. new yep. leaks that you have to fix, but you're like, I just fixed this leak, but then this leak came up over mm-hmm. here. Or it's really well put together, and it's like, wow, this is this is competitive. Minus the Redskins. They're always garbage, perennial garbage. As they long are, as we live. They are the toilet of the NFC East. Yes. Um but otherwise, the other three teams kind of end up being this weird shambly, like, but it's still competitive because they're all equally shambly. Yeah, it's so kind, it's still interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, there's a big boat race mm-hmm. in the NFC East. Most time is just really, really well put together <laughs> rafts. And so, like, it's competitive. For them. <laughs> yeah, but maybe not in but, the grand scope yeah. of the entire thing. Mean, no, no one of them are going to win the boat race. No, every once in a while, one of, one of them will sneak a motor under the raft and yeah. eke out a win via Nick Foles or Eli Manning. But mm, Super Bowl. But really, otherwise, it's 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 a rough raft <laughs> ride. Yeah. All in all, all in all, I think the NFL this year though is going to be one of the best years in recent history with the amount of parity that you're seeing in the league, where it's like teams are surprising you by they're they're winning and they're performing or. You have teams like Tennessee that are up and down. And you're like, I'm not really sure what to make of it. And we're, I mean, we're still early being five weeks deep, but I feel like recent years, you're five weeks deep. You're you pretty well happening. set. Like, all right, this team's going to be pretty bad. They're going to lose more than they're going to win. Yeah. These teams are going to win more than they're going to lose. These teams are great. They're going to compete for a Super Bowl. I would agree. Still have a, a slight level of separation with like, I think the Patriots and the Chiefs um, are namely the big two that come to mind. I think this, I still think, well, with Drew Brees coming back, I think you could still put the Saints in that. Yeah, possibly, the, the rest of their team is just so good that <laughs> if they throw in a 
better quarterback than Bridgewater, yeah. then, yeah, they could be a legit contender. Absolutely. But, like, if you look at the Rams, um, they're, they're having know. some real struggles. Goff has been – Goff. Yeah. That's the issue. Showing some weaknesses. People there. realize that, oh. Give McVay – Give McVeigh Patrick Mahomes and the oh. league explodes. Yeah. I implodes. Mean, like a black hole. Just mm-hmm. Yeah, done. no, it full of black holes. <laughs> but all right. Awesome. Well, Connor, thank you for being on the podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. I, um, I really had fun. You've escalated quickly in the ranks from one email to several emails to full on co host first special episode. Yeah. Um, figuring it with quad dogs. Quad dogs quite quite the episode. Um but we'll see how this comes together. Anyways, you guys, any you know, listeners out there, you made it to this point. I am proud of you, um, but I also want to hear from you. And just like Connor has been a great contributor and made this made this podcast more of a conversational type podcast. Uh, that's that's the theme that I want to keep going with. So at Rambling Viking on Twitter or the Rambling Viking at gmail.com. Email me, tweet me. I'm working on building up motivation to start putting these on YouTube and possibly have. Uh, other social media pages right now, but those are Twitter is just kind of the easiest to manage. Um, so, anyways, till next time, thanks for listening.